Good morning. Welcome to Thursday Quick Thought this morning. Um, this morning's thought comes from a sermon that I gave um, just this past Sunday at Massey Bible Chapel. Thanks for joining me. It's as simple as that. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do the right thing every time. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus came to earth, that Jesus lived a perfect life, that he died for our sins, that he rose again, if that's you, then Matthew 28, verse 20, is your reality. Jesus said, I am with you always. Now that doesn't mean that there are not going to be challenges. We live in a fallen world, a broken world, a sinful world. There are going to be challenges. There are going to be moments when you feel like you're walking home all alone off the late bus. Like, God, where are you? And you're singing loudly and you're, you're trying to pump yourself up, but you feel alone. And Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that there were going to be challenges. He knew that there would be resistance at times. That's why this verse in Matthew 28 is so significant and so crucial for us to consider. That even when these challenges come, God has promised us not to be with us most of the time, but to be with us always. He's there. And the fact that we abide in God, the fact that we are in Christ, needs to become more real to us than the fact that we live in the world. And that's a challenge. What's more real to you? The fact that you're in the world or the fact that you're in Christ? When in Christ is more real to you than in the world, anything that happens doesn't have to derail you. It doesn't have to, to cause you to, to lose control, to lose your mind, because what is more real to you than being in the world, in this circumstance, is being in his presence at all times. And this is the way we can live practically. If you look in Hebrews 13, you don't have to turn there, it's just one verse, verse 5. Sorry. It starts by saying, keep your life free from love of money. So, I mean, the writer of Hebrews, he's just going for it. He's going there. He's touching that nerve. He's getting super practical with something that, that so many people deal with, especially when it comes to fear. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with all that you have. So, listen, so far, he's basically said, don't always want, like I need that car, I need that house, I, I need more square footage, I, I want all this, this stuff. Stuff's not bad, but the writer of Hebrews is saying, this shouldn't be your focus. Be content. Now what I would expect the end of that verse to say would be something like, because God is going to provide everything. God's going to give you what you want. But the end of the verse actually says, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we're talking about stuff. We're talking about money. We're talking about shoes. We're talking about gas. We're talking about the hydro bill. So why are we ending with, I will never leave you or forsake you? Like, could we get a verse in there that says, because God is going to give you everything. Amen. 
But instead, the answer, or the, the antidote, is his presence. One of the primary ways to overcome anxiety in relationship to, to things, to stuff, to finances, to, to shortage, to challenges, is to stop and say, he's with me, and he's enough. He's right here, right now. And I love this quote. It's originally from Deuteronomy. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, leave and forsake are two different things. They're two different Greek words. When I read the verse, I read both words, but oftentimes in my head it just says, basically, I will never leave you or leave you. I just, I'm never going to leave you. But leave here, what leave means is to let you down. He'll never let you down. And what forsake means is walk away. So the promise is, I won't let you down, and I won't walk away. He's always going to be there. 